0: So to do that type of growth in one year, you know, you're going to come across bumps in the road. So it was always people. Um, I think as a, in a person that's been in the industry for a while, help is our, always our hardest thing to
1: find. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. The podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Today, we're joined by Will DeGroat from Miller's Heating and Air Conditioning, and we're gonna talk about how they rebranded their company to grow their business.
0: Miller started, this is our 43rd year in business. Uh, Gus Miller started the company as a fuel oil consumption company. Uh, He actually bought the branch from Exxon uh, way, way back a long time ago in a land far away, as they say. but over the years, we've been a huge convenience store company. Uh, we do rental properties and things of that nature, but the heating and cooling has always been um, a passion of Mr. Miller's to uh, grow the company and make sure that we're providing great service to all of our, our customers and uh, the fuel oil side of it has helped us get there. So
1: awesome. So how, how many, uh, convenience stores do y'all have? I've seen them around a lot all over the Hampton Roads.
0: Yeah. So we actually go all the way up to Thornburg, Virginia, which is just outside of Fredericksburg. And we have, uh, I believe the number is 28 or 29. And then we supply little mom and pop gas stations for about uh, another 25 or 30 as well.
1: Nice. So I guess at, at what point do you, if you know at all, did he decide, like, oh, I want to get into HVAC con- versus well, convenience al- <laughs> stores?
0: <laughs> well, he's always, uh, Gus was always one of those guys that just wanted to kind of take over. So like it wasn't, you know, he said, hey, this is a service that we can provide with us delivering fuel oil. So let's see what, you know, that side of the, the coin looks like. And they did a great job at establishing a customer base years and years and years ago. And I mean, I can't tell you, but probably daily we come across customers that say, oh, we've been a Miller's customer for 40 years or, you know, whatever the case may be. The, the amount of customers we have that have been around for forever, just it's crazy to me. I mean I've been in the industry a long time. And to have that type of loyal customer base
1: is, just doesn't seem to happen anymore. Wow. What What's your role there at Miller's? Or do you work just on the HVAC side or do you do kind of everything?
0: Yeah, so um, my official title is um, HVAC division manager. So I have the branch here in Norfolk and then um, we have a branch up in Calio, Virginia called Pritchard and Fallon. Uh, I manage both locations.
1: Okay, awesome. So over the years, as you guys have grown, I say over 40 years now, what have been some ways that you've grown the HVAC side of the business?
0: So HVAC uh, for the longest part was something that we really haven't been able to grow until it's here recently. I started with the company April of 2019. Uh, Since April, we went ahead and did a a full rebrand of the company. Uh, We changed the truck wraps. We've change the total image of the company and try to get it away from being just a fuel oil company to being a full service heating and cooling company. And that has been probably one of the hardest things I've ever done, honestly, but it's, it's been working out very well for us.
1: So, so like the rebranding process was the hardest part or just differentiating.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, the problem that I have is everybody that talks to us as a whole says, Hey, you guys are the guys with the convenience stores, right? Yeah, that's true. But you know, we we have the convenience stores. Yes, that's true. But a lot of people didn't know that we were a, a full service, full home service company. So they said, "Hey, you're an oil company," or "Hey, you're a convenience store company," and not "Hey, you're a heating and cooling company." Yeah. So it's hard for us to get a lot of heat pump customers, gas customers, that type of thing, because everybody thinks we're just oil. Interesting.
1: What are some ways that you have gone about differentiating yourselves for those customers who think you're just a convenience store gas company?
0: Yeah, I mean, word of mouth is the biggest thing. Uh, we, we try to give our customers that we currently have, I can't tell you how many customers we've been to, where we service the boiler, the heat pump's right beside it, and we don't service the heat pump. So it's just empowering our customer base to let them know that we are a full-service heating and cooling company. And then with all of our branding that we're doing now, we're not we're not putting oil in it. We're just putting heating and air conditioning in it. And try, The new customers we're grabbing, we're trying to make sure that they know that we're just a heating and cooling company.
1: Gotcha. So, the, you all probably don't do a whole lot of like cross promotion, do you, between the convenience store side and the home services side? Actually, with the rebrand, we decided to completely
0: separate it. So, uh, we rebranded with a company up in New Jersey called Kick Charge. Uh, they're very, very good at it. They've done it for a, a lot of good people. And the, one of the things when I talked to Dan, <clears throat> excuse me, his first conversation was, do you really want. <laughs> the people that go to the convenience store to put together that that's the person coming to their house when they buy their cigarettes. And I was like, wow, that's, that's great information. (laughs) So we separated completely from the convenience store side and that was the largest part to us doing the rebrand. Yeah.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. So, so when you, uh, I guess when, when you guys completely separated, did you, did you do any type of like marketing campaign around uh, like letting people know, you know, hey, this is a completely separate entity now, or uh, did you just kind of let it organically take its its route? Yeah, we, we pushed
0: a lot for the organic side of it. We didn't do a, like a huge press release or anything like that. I mean, the company's still under Miller's Energy. I mean, that's the company that owns all of us. So that um, we really didn't do anything, you know, for the public per se, but as we gave, grabbed new customers, we were just picking up as heating and cooling.
1: Nice so what what have been some of the main challenges that your company has faced over the past year or so?
0: Uh, with growth, there's always you know you, you learn as you go right so uh, twenty nine or excuse me twenty twenty we're up thirty we were up thirty four percent as a whole so to do that type of growth in one year, you know you're gonna come across bumps in the road. so it was always people um, I think as a in a person that's been in the industry for a while, help is our always our hardest thing to find so my um, service manager and I, for the months of June and July, we did probably 30 to 40 installs just to wow. make sure that we were keeping the thing going. So there was days that I'm in an attic, 135, 140 degrees, making sure the job gets done. Wow. So that was the hardest thing for us. Just people making sure yeah. we had the right people in the right job.
1: So what are, what are some ways that y'all have gone about finding good help?
0: Uh, <clears throat> hiring good help is always going to be hard, um, like I said, we, we've got, I've got two service techs in my office right now that are going through training that literally one of them knew somebody that knew somebody that worked here that, you know, that's the word of mouth side of things that, you know, we're a good company to work at and we're going to pay our guys well, take care of our guys. We really treat it like family here. Once that gets out, it'll it'll start to pay better
1: for us and getting people. So Nice. So when you guys are training your techs like you are right now, is there anything you do in particular for like, getting them to talk with the customer about leaving reviews or like, I guess, kind of marketing for you.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny. You said that we have our, every Tuesday morning we have our technician training and our technician training this morning was about reviews and getting reviews and making sure that customer service is the number one thing we're providing. And I mean, I've been in like I said, been around a long time, so it's come second nature to me. But for guys that haven't been around as long, I mean, once you can really drive that customer service needle, everything else will start to fall in place.
1: Yeah. Nice. Hmm. So are there other ways that you go about getting reviews? Do you do like any type of automated review solicitation or do you uh, mainly just rely on that word of mouth?
0: So our entire process uh, is set up to gather reviews. Uh, we also work with a company called Podium. I'm pretty sure you've heard of them. Yeah. So every time that um, one of our dispatches are closed, the customer automatically gets a gets a review request. Uh, we're hoping that we provided the great service to get them uh, that five star review, but sometimes it doesn't happen. So we try to manage it the best we can.
1: Yeah. So with, with Podium, y'all are y'all use that. I, I'm I'm fairly familiar with it. So y'all use it for most of like your office communications with the customer pre-sale or do you use it for pretty much everything
0: we use it as much as we can i mean i was literally up to eleven thirty last night talking to a customer through podium to try to get her heat back up so yeah. we just use it for any type of
1: crm we possibly can yeah that's awesome is that something that y'all recently began using with the new rebrand and website and everything
0: yeah it it went live the month before the rebranded website went live um so it went live uh march of last year in March of last year, we only had 30 reviews in the 40 years that we were in business. And now we're upwards of 130 since then. So it's really helped us a lot.
1: Would you, would you attribute a lot of that to podium or through just the technician trainings that you're talking about?
0: It's hard to say, but you know, a lot of customers, uh, the training is most certainly important, but you know, closing the deal and asking for the review is just as important too. So having it come to the customer regardless of the way that we present it to the customer uh, is probably helping us too. Yeah.
1: One thing I've noticed through through Podium, just in my own personal experience with it, is sometimes you send them the review, like the link to say, hey, go leave us a review, and then they just text it back to you in the text message without actually clicking the link. Do you get that very yeah. often?
0: We have had that, uh, especially up in Pritchard and Fallon, uh, it's a little bit, Less technical area, I could say. So they they definitely respond quick, and you got to say, hey, click the link and tell us all about it. You know. So we have a person that's dedicated here in our office to make sure that they man that up during the day, to to advise customers which way to handle
1: it. Yeah. So do you all do you all do like any type of leave behinds? I feel like that's something I've heard as well that really helps with reviews.
0: Currently, no. Uh, we our only leave behind is when that dispatch is closed. We get that
1: uh, alert from Podium,
0: and it's like I said, it's it's worked out fairly well for us thus far. Yeah, nice. So That's a good idea, though. I'll take that note down for sure.
1: Y'all could uh, you could do a leave behind that says, "Give us a review, and we'll give you a uh, five dollars off your next gas fill up or something." Yeah, yeah. We, we,
0: but that's connecting us back to the convenience stores, and we're trying yeah. to not do that. Yeah. <laughs> we find ourselves doing that quite often, honestly. Really? Yeah. Like so, we're doing a, um, a Hearts for Hope thing is what it's called right now. Every February we do it in the convenience stores. And the lady came down and talked to us today about it in the HVAC side. And we're, I was like, you know, that's bringing it back together. And we're trying not to do that, but yeah. it's the foundation. So.
1: so so do you do any type of charity stuff for the HVAC side of things that's separated from the other convenience stores? Yeah.
0: I mean, so we have the uh, Miller's Foundation. Uh, Gus started this foundation years ago. We give only to local charities typically charities that aren't uh, that aren't uh you know the big companies our application process is very small so we we give to local charities about it and we're still growing it i mean it's nothing uh wildly uh displayed but you know the big outing we have every year is the golf outing uh, but that that's it's picking up traction every day so
1: oh nice so so you said you've you've all had the golf outing coming up this year you've already had it
0: we had it, uh, not this year. We had it in August of last year, Okay. Uh, but we'll have it again this year. It's, it's typically in, uh, I want to say May.
1: Okay. Uh, is that, is that local in Virginia beach or is it in Norfolk? No, uh, we usually play Bayville. So okay. it's Virginia beach. Yep. Sweet. Well, if y'all are looking for, for sponsors, we can, <laughs> we might have a conversation about that on the side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be really cool yeah. to get involved with that. Um, we're always looking for them. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. So, do you? I I assume that you all service the HVAC and such for the convenience stores as well. Actually, no. Really?
0: Yeah, we subbed that out. Um, It was a real conflict of interest. You know, like they can't, they can only pull the leg so far. I mean, the company that we use is a a huge company. They got a ton of technicians. I mean, when you got a refrigerator or freezer go down, you got to get there ASAP. And up until here recently, we didn't have the, the technicians available to, to run those types of calls and then also make sure we're getting to our customers so we, we sub that out to a refrigeration based company
1: yeah that's actually the second time i've heard that recently uh i was speaking with a guy that they used to do commercial only and then they got away from commercial just because the refrigeration liability with products and and stores mm-hmm. so is there like yeah, i
0: mean the go ahead i'm
1: sorry so is there like a like a turnaround time that you need to be there after it goes out.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you don't You don't want to see stuff sit for more than an hour or two if you can help it just because yeah. you keep a product up to date. Yeah. But we've got a full, just a maintenance department as a whole that does all the, the PM work for all the convenience stores, the belts, the filters, that type of thing. So, you know, now to tell you that we haven't done work for the convenience stores lately would be a lie, but we don't do the regular,
1: you know, thermostats, broke call type thing. Yeah. So y'all don't do any type of commercial heating and cooling? We do light like commercial, um, you
0: know, like we're in the process of doing a strip mall right now, but for the most part, we, we really don't, uh, we, we want to deal with end users. So we do a lot of residential work. Yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, I guess I see right here on your website. Y'all do commercial plumbing.
0: Yeah. So very, very little there. Uh, we haven't, we built the website. I built the website for all trades, but we haven't fully got into that just yet.
1: Yeah. So y'all, once also, again,
0: it's a people thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Y'all also do electrical as well.
0: Yep, we have an electrician on our staff that helps us uh, from time to time to take care of things. And when he's not busy with electrical work, we move him into the HVAC side.
1: Oh, nice. So, yeah, I guess he would be with, like, generator install. It's funny because I've seen – I see a lot of HVAC companies that offer generator, you know, full house generator services. And I guess that technically falls in the center of electrical and heating and cooling. Yeah, yeah, it's – it's
0: a it's a weird spot there it's only it, that is the most demand thing i've ever seen in my life you know right around the hurricane it's about the only time you'll move a generator and the you know and then it's all the service side of it so
1: yeah so with this past year with us having a couple hurricanes did you uh did you all sell a bunch of those generators we did have a good little uptick
0: the uh, the thing the problem we had there was availability because of yeah. all of the generators going south we were sometimes six, eight weeks out before we'd actually have a generator to put it in. Yeah. Uh, but now, we, luckily, we only have a couple left that we still have to do. But but past that, we were very fortunate.
1: Yeah. So with with generators, I guess you would want to try to sell them before the hurricane season came. So would it be more of like a summertime campaign, you think?
0: Yeah, well, we we tend to push it right around the hurricane because no one really buys anything until they need it in that grand scheme of things because you can't show it off.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: it's usually right after the hurricane that we sell a ton of them. Oh, um, really? Or, you know, right before. I mean, granted, you know, hurricane season comes to Virginia every year. You can't help it. Yeah. But typically people don't look at purchasing them until there's a hurricane off the Gulf Coast that's going to level us. Then they all want it, and they want it installed yesterday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So with, I guess with those type of, like, I need it now type of projects. Do y'all, do y'all do priority service for them? Or do you would, would you just like fit them into the schedule and we'll get to you when we can get to you?
0: It really depends on availability. Um, yeah. we, like I said, we were, we were not very lucky in the, and I think that's everybody. I mean, I know a lot of companies that do a lot of generators and they were, everybody was six to eight weeks out. I mean, it was almost to the point if you had the generator, you just named the price and go put it in. People didn't really
1: care, mm-hmm. but we couldn't get our hands on generators. Well, as we, uh, as we begin wrapping up here, uh, I've got a few, few other questions. Uh, one, this is a new segment we're beginning to do. Um, what's, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen on a job? Uh, man,
0: that's a, that's a deep (laughs) thought right there. Um, it's, uh, Oh, um, I, I had a customer that was keeping, um, drugs in their condenser. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was working in, um, a section of Newport news that if you're from the area, you know where I'm talking about. And I took the the screws out of the outdoor unit and, um, I could have got a lot of money that day, but, uh, (laughs) I gave it to the customer
1: and kept it moving.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, uh, but yeah. It, it was, it was definitely eye opening to say the least.
1: Yeah. That puts you in a hairy situation. Cause it's like, what do you do with it? Like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Cause you don't want to, you don't even know if it's really the customers, you know, it could be somebody else's.
1: Yeah. So. And so did you have to like, take that back? Like the, not, not the drugs, but the knowledge, take that back to like the, your technician training and say like, Hey, if you come in contact with drugs.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we had a, a thorough breakdown about that the next day. Of course, there was, you know, a couple pictures that went with it because you got to have fun with it. But, you know, we also had to get the very serious conversation of saying, you know, hey, guys, this is how you handle that. I hope none of you ever come in contact with it. But if you do, this is how I want you to address it.
1: Yeah. So if there was if there was someone out there that was looking to uh, turn their convenience store chain into a separated HVAC division, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or if they were just interested in starting their own heating and cooling company, what's, what's some advice you'd give them? Run.
0: Um, no, I mean, heat and cooling can be great. Uh, I've been doing it for 20, this is my 24th year now. And it's provided me with a very, very good life. I'm not even going to lie. Um, but if you were starting, I don't know that I would start my own company. There's a lot of competition out there. Um, we do acquisitions quite often. I think that's probably the best way to go to being an owner. If you can you know, work that way into an angle, maybe you work for a company that's been there, been in business for a while that has an owner that's working the way out the door something like that's probably in my opinion the best way to become an owner
1: nice well will i appreciate you taking some time out of the day to to come talk to me awesome anytime anytime all right is there anything that you'd like to uh promote or shout out while you're here on the show
0: (laughs) no i don't know i don't know that this is the the promotion spot but you know if anybody (laughs) wants to get a hold of me i'm always willing to have conversations about helpings. I, I'm a big, I like helping people. So yeah. anything I can do there, I mean, uh, I'm at Miller's Heating and Cooling. So if you need me, you know how to find me. Uh, I can, you know, just help. And I mean, the industry needs help. So
1: anything awesome. I can do. Awesome. Well, appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Have a great day. Appreciate you it. You too. Yep. All right. right. Bye bye. Did you know that 57% of internet users won't recommend a business if they have a poorly designed website? How much more business could your company do if you had a better website that was a lead generating machine? Contact Rival Digital today to set up a free, no-hassle digital marketing review. And we'd be glad to walk through a potential strategy to help you grow your business in 2021.